Howdy, and welcome to another Destiny 2 News Roundup. I'm your host, Jimothy Neutron. <laughs> it's been a while since I last made a Destiny episode, but I hope everyone enjoyed the holidays with their family, friends, and all loved ones. It's a new year, it's 2020, and Gamerloop is ready to bring you lots of great content, so please be patient and be on the lookout. Well, let's get right into it. We are in the middle of Season 9, Season of the Dawn. This is a continuation of our actions in Season of Undying. By defeating the Undying Mind in the Vex Offensive, we have caused time to break on Mercury. Now it's up to us to use Osiris' sundial and prevent the Cabal from rewriting history. And along the way, we get to rescue an old friend. A pigeon lover. The only Titan that has made me rethink my main class. It's same 14, baby. Well, in this new season, uh, there came brand new activities, uh, such as the new seasonal PvE mode called the Sundial. The Sundial is actually an old prototype time machine that Osiris worked on when he was trying to bring back Saint. Uh, we do have weekly Sundial bosses. So it started off with launch day, and on Reset Tuesday, you got a new boss. So we've, we've, we've gone, we fought over Nero, the Hollow Voice, then Oslet, the Sky Piercer. And Tazrock, the Sun Eater. The next event that's coming up is the Legend Sundial. I'm guessing this is like a legendary heroic Sundial version, something harder than we currently have. And on February 4th, we'll get the final Sundial boss. That's Inotom Oblivious Triune. So if you guys are chasing for your seasonal triumphs and trying to get your um, your title for the season, be on the lookout for these because you got to kill several of them. <laughs> Uh, they also introduced new missions. These are Defined and Save Saint-14. Uh, we did get the last mission we got was Save a Legend mission. So that's bringing back Saint-14 from, from the different timelines. And he is now in the tower. He's hanging out in the hangar. So he, if you go stop by and say hi, he'll have bounties for you, missions, and more stuff to chase this season. We also are getting what's called the Empyrean Foundation on February 4th. So that... My guess is this is a either a new mission, um, but I think it'll tie back with Saint-14. We'll see. On top of all this, so this is all part of Season Pass, but coming for all of Destiny 2 players for free is we get a new seasonal artifact. This is Lantern of Osiris. It has new mods. I haven't tinkered as much as I would like, but there's there's folks out there that are creating some cool builds. I've seen several melee builds. One on the Warlock, seen a, a build for Hunter uh, with some new exotic legs. So there's several things that, that we can modify now. There was also a big change for the Solar subclass update. So there's an update to the Gunslinger, Way of the Sharpshooter. We also have the Sunbreaker, Code of the Devastator for the Titan, and Dawnblade, Attunement of Sky also got an update. For PvP... If you've been paying attention the last few few weeks, uh, we've been uh, testing out the elimination mode. After weeks of testing and player input, this mode is here to stay. It's a 3v3 PvP mode that reminds many of the fan favorite Trials of Osiris. Please come back. And it's a rather pretty. It's a very competitive mode and pretty fun. On top of that, they brought back an, an old favorite PvP map, Rusted Lands. 
We also have obelisks located in different planets. We have one in Tangled Shore, in Mars, on Nessus, and EDZ. And what these provide are weekly bounties, weapon bounties, and each of the obelisks has a leveling system. And you, you can uh, basically grind for different mods. Specific ones. They actually have mods that would either increase your mobility and decrease another item. So there's more room for chasing that perfect build. Mid-December, we got the dawning event. And this goes all the way through middle of January. So you have probably two weeks left. Neva's back with her new and improved holiday oven. And similar to last year's dawning event, you need to collect ingredients needed to bake cookies for folks around different in-game destinations. And since last year, we've gotten more NPCs. So that means new ingredients and new cookies to bake. Uh, this year, you can collect a new SMG called the Cold Front. And you can also try and get the perfect avalanche machine gun that was available last year. Mine has Feeding Frenzy and Rampage. One of my favorite uh, machine guns. Uh, the Eververse store also got new additions, uh, jam-packed with new armor, ghost skins, emotes, sparrows, ships, weapon ornaments, and they're all available to purchase by silver or bright dust. And the good thing about this year's uh, dawning event is the, the bounties, you get bright dust out of them. So you, if you just grind those bounties as much as you can, you will have enough bright dust to buy all the items without spending a single dollar. And on top of that, they're, they have double XP. So easy to grind your seasonal ornament just doing Dawning Event. We also got Iron Banner, the first Iron Banner of the season. Lord Saladin is back and he brings Armor 2.0 version of the Iron Trudge set this season. It's, it's a set that we got, I think, two seasons ago. Sadly, it's not much of a change. All that's different is that it has armor 2.0. It doesn't even doesn't even have better uh, stat rolls. Big disappointment for me in this Iron Banner. And the seasonal pursuit is similar to the last season, which is a few changes. For example, the arsenal of trick bounty. Uh, this is the ability to final blow requirement. It was reduced by half. But overall, Iron Banner was a huge letdown for me. There's no new Iron Banner weapons, although Bungie did say, and they mentioned that the bow that they were working on was delayed for a, a future Iron Banner event. Uh, not sure for how long, but um, we were supposed to get a new Iron Banner weapon. Again, and I mentioned Armor 2.0 version of the Iron Tourage, but it doesn't have better stat rolls, so there's not much, there's no point to grind them. The Iron Banner quest was uh, simple enough, but tedious. I got to the final step, and I had to get 10 kills with a rocket launcher. You know how hard it is to get that stupid ammo box when everyone else and their mom is trying to get it? Everyone forgets about capturing zones. They're just waiting for that ammo box, heavy ammo box. So it, it, it was so frustrating, and it made me rage quit. And went to bed early that night. Iron Banner was... It's meant to be fun. This was not a fun Iron Banner for me. I don't know if I'm even willing to go back and do it for my Titan and my Warlock. The only thing that was worth grinding or doing this Iron Banner was completing the four pinnacle bounties to increase my power level. That was it. There's nothing else that I really like from Iron Banner. I mean, Iron Banner needs something new to chase, whether it's a new armor, it's a new weapon... Even mods, if, they, if there were specific Iron Banner mods that we can chase, that would be cool. But we'll see. I mean, we have two more uh, Iron Banner events this season. I'm hoping they can address some changes 
for those. If not, we won't know until the next season, which is April. I think start of April. March, April, one of those two. This new season also brought uh, a few new exotic weapon quests. The Devil's Ruin, this is an exotic sidearm. It will be available on January 7th uh, to start that quest. We're also getting an exotic fusion rifle named Bastion. So this will be available at the end of January on the 28th. And following up in February, we get the Crimson Days event. Uh, if you guys are familiar with this, uh, you grab uh, a partner and go into Crucible as a duo and basically kick some ass. So uh, I'll be... I'll try to convince my buddy Ecliptics so we can go and, and, and run some duos in the Crucible and chase whatever triumphs, whatever uh, armor or weapons they will have available. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll hear from uh, Bungie soon on, on, on the rewards for that event. We also got three new exotics, uh, armor exotics this season. For the Hunter, we got the Bombardiers. These are exotic legs. The perk for his is called Parting Gift, dodging leaves behind an explosive that detonates after a short delay, damaging enemies around it, which is very fun actually in, in um, PvE and PvP, if you can make a, a decent build around it. For the Warlock, uh, we got the Prometheum Spur. These are also exotic legs. Uh, perk on this one is Embers of Light. Uh, while Daybreak is active, defeating combatants or guardians creates a healing and empowering rift at their location. And for the Titan, we got Severance Enclosure. These are exotic arms. The perk is called Spheromatic Trigger. Defeating a Guardian with a melee attack or a combatant with a finisher unleashes a damaging explosion. How big that is explosion? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't really played on my Warlock or my Titan, mostly on my Hunter. I am definitely ready for some news so I can share more with you all. Uh, but that's it for today. We would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Gamerloop Radio. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Gamerloop Radio or send us an email at GamerloopRadio at gmail.com. You can find additional episodes of Gamerloop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbeam. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thanks for being-